Welcome to Knickknack News. I'm Alex. And I'm Anthony. And in this mini-sode, we're talking about emoji. Everyone knows I, your favorite I, topic? I, I love emoji. <laughs> I love talking about emoji. I don't know why. <laughs> Literally, the reason they exist is so you don't have to talk. So <laughs> that is tr- They're like their own language. They really are. And yeah, so the thing that I'm kind of focusing on uh, in this mini-sode is like the history of emoji because we talk about the updates to them pretty much every time they happen yeah. on the main pod. But uh, we obviously started in 2018, so we have years of emoji uh, history that we haven't covered. Um, so, again, most of my research is from Wikipedia. So <laughs> this is the Wikipedia page for emoji. All right. Um, an emoji where the plural is apparently it's acceptable for it to be both emoji or emojis are acceptable pluralizations of emoji. Oh, you didn't know that. Okay. Um, so it's a pictogram, logogram, ideogram, idi- or ideogram probably is how you say that, or oh. smiley embedded in text and used in electronic messages and web pages. Again, this is the Wikipedia um, way of putting this, so it's very so it's dry. dry. Um, <laughs> The the word emoji, this is something I did not realize. The word emoji comes from uh, the Japanese e, which means picture, and moji, which means character. So it means picture character. Oh. Uh, The resemblance to the English words emotion and emoticon is purely coincidental. That actually has nothing to do with where the name came from. It's exclusively that Japanese meaning. Oh, like the emo is not the same. It doesn't have to do anything with emotion. Oh. Yeah, it just means picture character. That is kind of, interesting. Yeah, I was like, oh, that I didn't know that. So <laughs> I thought that was kind of kind of cool. Yeah, because they they originated in Japan. So um, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, like the concept I didn't know wasn't, that. I guess yeah, originated in Japan. Uh, so the primary, I love again. This is just Wikipedia. The primary function of emoji is to fill in emotional cues otherwise missing from typed conversation. If you didn't realize that. Uh, they exist in various genres, including facial expressions, common objects, places, and types of weather, and animals. Um, and the article pointed out they are much like emoticons, but emoji are pictures rather than typographic approximations. Uh, so, like, mm-hmm. the colon parenthesis is technically an emoticon, not an emoji. Um, in the strictest sense, it refers to pictures which can be represented as encoded characters. Um, so, like... Unicode defines those like encodings and like those represent pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, now to get into kind of the timeline of emoji history, uh, back in 1972, uh, a student at the University of Illinois named Bruce Perello uh, allegedly created the first ever digital emojis on uh, an e-learning system called Plato 4. Um, they didn't give any more details about what any of that means, <laughs> but apparently he put some pictures on okay. there and that was considered emoji. All right. Um, uh, in 1982, computer scientist Scott Fallman introduced the idea of emoticons when he suggested text-based symbols, uh, such as like the colon parenthesis, uh, could be used to replace language, though emoticons did not become a mainstream concept until the 1990s. AOL. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> actually though, like... Um, that's, that's where I was introduced to that stuff. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people from our generation probably became familiar with them from AOL. Mm-hmm. AIM, AOL Instant AIM. Messenger. Um, yep. 
kids these days will never know. They'll, uh, they'll never know the pain, the pain. of dial-up internet. Oh, the worst. Uh, <laughs> so in 1990, Wingdings, uh, a font invented by Charles Bigelow and Chris Holmes, was first used by Microsoft. It included some emoji-like characters, but would only work on devices with the font installed. So Wingdings itself includes like a smiley face kind of picture. Okay, serious question. Mm-hmm. Did people actually use Wingdings for something? I mean, I think it was used for the images, not like you wouldn't like type something in Wingdings and like expect it to be used as text anywhere, but you would use like the characters from it. Because like at that point, I guess like fonts were kind of the only way we had of like expressing different kinds of characters. So they basically. It was like a font library. They made a font that could show some of these pictures, but it would only be supported on devices that included Wingdings itself. So okay, there's also like webdings and there's like different names for them too, and I and apparently a lot of those were like the original, like a lot of those were kind of incorporated into uh, the standard emoji set um, when oh. it was created. So okay. that was like one of the sources was like these existing like graphical fonts. That's really interesting because you know when I was a kid, I never understood the purpose of the existence of wingdings. Well, I think that's the thing with every kid saw it, and it's like, why is this with this font? Like, you can't read any of it. Like, yeah, it's like, it's not a, why is this a font? Like, but it's not really it what it was meant for. It was more meant to, like, include images, and you would, like, use the that font. That makes sense. Just piecemeal, depending on what you wanted just to insert. No one ever explained that to me until right now. Right. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and, and there's never knew that. <laughs> no reason to use it anymore, because we have emoji. Yeah, right. Um, so, in 1997, uh, the company J-Phone... Uh, which is a Japanese-based company, launched the Skywalker DP211SW. I believe that's a phone. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <I laughs> uh, which, which contained a set of 90 emoji. It is thought to be the first set of its kind. Oh. Um, its designs each measured 12 by 12 pixels. They were black and white, and they depicted numbers, sports, the time, moon phases, and the weather. Uh, and it notably included the pile of poo emoji, oh, which is pretty famous now. Yeah. Um, but that's it, this is one of the first ever sets of emoji, and it included that one. So Wow. It has historical <laughs> significance, <laughs> which isn't something you, I thought I would They were ahead of their time. They really were. With that, that picture. <laughs> <laughs> um, Little did they know how it would be used in the future. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what their thoughts were. <laughs> um so in 1999, uh, Shigetaka Kurita created uh, a 176 emoji set as part of uh, NTT Docomo's iMode. I had to look up what this was. What? Um, apparently in Japan, like wireless carriers uh, encompass more than just like cell phone service. Like your wireless would also be like your email and like all of these different services. Oh, so I mode, I guess was one of like, was a carry, like a service offered by this carrier. Okay. And it included these emojis. So you could use them across those different platforms. Oh. Um, that's my understanding again, from skimming the Wikipedia page about I mode. Um, but they, so that's, it's, it's mobile platform is what they called it. Uh, Karina's yeah. emoji were brightly colored, but each one only had a single color. Like each emoji was only included one color. Oh, okay. Um, General, general use emojis such as sports, actions, and weather can be traced back to this emoji set, um, but notably absent was the use of pictograms that demonstrated emotion. So, like, none of the smileys were in this set, but they had some of the, like, sports and activities and kind of stuff for, um, represented. Um, so between 2000 and 2004, this iMode 
platform grew to 40 million subscribers, meaning it was the first time that many people were exposed to Emoji. Uh, the popularity of it led to other manufacturers competing with similar offerings and therefore developing their own Emoji sets. Uh, and while Emoji ad- adoption was high in Japan during this time, the companies failed to collaborate and come up with a uniform set of Emoji to be used across all platforms in the country. So you can kind of foreshadow foreshadowing where we're going here. Yeah. Um, there wasn't every like company had their own set of emoji basically. Um, so skipping ahead to 2007 is when the first draft was written for consideration by the Unicode technical committee to introduce emoji into the Unicode standard. So the Unicode Unicode consortium had been around since I think like 1993 had been like established as like this group that defined character encodings essentially. Mm -hmm. Um, But in 2007 is when the first draft was written in 2008 Apple and Google introduced their own emoji support, um, although Apple's was only available in Japanese apps officially. Oh. Um, so U.S. users actually weren't able to get access to it in some, until somebody introduced an app um, on the App Store that could like it like basically added a setting to allow you to see that keyboard. And then people are like, wait, we want this. And then yeah. the rest is history. Um, <laughs> so in 2009, members of the Unicode Consortium and, in, and some national standardization bodies of various countries gave feedback and proposed changes to the international standardization of emoji, uh, eventually agreeing on a set of 722 emoji as the standard set. So the original set of emoji was 722, which is a, That's pretty, a lot. pretty big place to start. But like I said, it kind of brought them in from like these Japanese sets. It brought them in mm-hmm. from things like webdings and wingdings. It brought in mm-hmm. like all these different sources. Um, so yeah, in uh, 2010 is when Unicode 6.0 was released, which contained this initial standard set of emoji. Uh, it unified several characters from multiple sources, such as like I think they point out like all these different sources had like three different rain emojis, and they unified them all into one. Okay, um, and this continued in 2014 with Unicode 7.0, which added 250 additional emoji, again pulled from like multiple external sources. Yeah. Um, so in the 2015, this is the last point on our timeline. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Unicode 8.0 added 41 more emoji, and this is when. Um, they started actually kind of considering emoji as like their own thing. Like instead of bringing them in from other sources, they were expanding it based on user requests and like okay. need quote unquote need for yeah. different like characters. Yeah. Um, this is also when they saw the first approved version of the Unicode emoji report, which introduced the mechanism of skin tone indicators uh, and gave official recommendations for which characters should be considered emoji. Um, and then this report has been updated in the years since, alongside the Unicode standard, eventually becoming a specification instead of just an inform an informative document. So it's like an it's a specification for what emoji are, yeah, and like what should be considered when adding one and like that kind of thing. So there's this report and it gets updated. Like they brought its like version number up to the same as Unicode, so it gets released uh, at the same time. Yeah, is it weird that I get like really excited about this kind of? Stuff? I don't know why, <laughs> like. I love oh, emoji and weird. standardization. Uh, like yeah, it's no. just, I just find it so fascinating how this all came together and like it just originated from like kind of a spur of the it, moment it idea in Japan. Because it's like, like, like I said earlier, it's like a whole new language. It really is, and it's and it's like a universal one. It's all yeah, like, like music in that way. Like though, I mean, people would argue which one has more artistic merit. I think, but like, <laughs> but and it would be music, but like. It's something that's 
understood it's a way to share expressions. And, yeah, across mm-hmm. language, language. You know, there's no language barrier if you're exactly. using one of those. Assuming you're taking it literally, there is also some stuff that they talked about in this uh, Wikipedia article that was like how certain cultures interpret different emojis differently, and oh, that can actually that could, lead to some yeah. confusion. Um, That's fair. but for the most part, yeah, like it's if you interpret them literally, at least like it, it's a way for people to communicate mm-hmm. without, without language, but with language, language being emoji. <laughs> so do you know how many are in the standard, like how many emoji are in the standard currently right now? Yeah. No, I, I, it's definitely a, definitely more than a thousand. It might be getting close to two. And I don't know yeah. if that's, and it would probably depend on if you're including skin tone, uh, specifics oh, yeah, I and also thinking. like yeah. variations on like, you got like the different family emojis, which are like three or four people, and those can all have different skin tones as well. Um, like, but those are actually handled in a slightly separate way, where they're actually like a combination of multiple emoji that are just rendered as a single one. Oh. There's a <laughs> there's a lot to this <laughs> that I didn't get into um, that I know for some reason. Uh, but yeah, it's it's I, I just think it's a really fascinating subject. It's an interesting evolution of like human communication and language, and it's also just fun. It's pictures. Yeah, People, everyone loves pictures. Um, and it it's also like I think. People don't realize how complex it is to design them, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of thought like, that goes into what is included in each thing and, like, including, like, specific cultural, like, emoji and different mm-hmm. things and being considerate of different cultures when you're doing that because they're used across different yeah. cultures who might have assigned different meanings to different symbols. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's yeah, there's a, there's a lot of consideration that goes into it. And it's kind of yeah. cool that there is, like, a standard committee that that is like putting all that thought into it yeah that's wonder if i can just can i just join the unicode consortium is that a thing i can do can you you should apply to join i think you have to be like part of like one of the companies that actually like designs emoji though like i think like Uh, apple and google and microsoft are probably all somewhat like somehow part of it but i don't know if i were you i would still just try anyway just just to see yeah just message them hey are you accepting applications <laughs> to be a part of the Unicode You'd Consortium, be a perfect candidate for the Unicode Consortium. <laughs> Just like I'm, I think, I'm I'm the I'm the random guy that's also there to be like I like that one. <laughs> it's yeah. like, that's a pretty picture. I I use these all the time, and I'm interested in, in design, and I know computer science. Boom. Ha! Yeah. There you go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> and I should send them a resume that's just emoji. Yeah. That'll convince them. Yeah. I'll help you put this together. This okay. is gonna be great. Cool. You should do this. <laughs> Thanks for your help. All right, that's our mini so. Thanks for listening, everybody. We post episodes every Friday. And as always, the links to some of the content we talked about today will be in the episode description. You can subscribe to Knickknack News on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. And you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash News, on Twitter at, at News, and on Instagram at News. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.